Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake, myself, BBD, as we go through some MLB spring training sights and sounds, a little wraparound, a few signings, a couple good shapes, a couple things we like, uh, a little homage, uh, you guys know I'm a big Ryan Rossillo fan, uh, he does a segment called Tales from the Couch, when he just goes around the NBA and talks about different things we're seeing, uh, if you have a suggestion for what that should be when we're just going to chop it up about ball, let me know. Uh, maybe it's called ball chop. Doubt that. Don't know if that's going to It's probably stay. not going to be that. But maybe, maybe. If it's spring training, t- tales from the beach. That feels like full theft. Let me know what you guys are thinking. But let's go around the horn with some of the spring training updates because I think some are significant. Some are obviously nothing. What, what just got you? And this video of. From four days ago, that just popped up on my Instagram of Victor Gonzalez throwing a bullpen. And yes, Network captioned it, step into the box first, Victor Gonzalez. And I'll be honest, on the one pitch I saw, I felt like I had a chance. Hittable. Okay, don't like that. Um, make sure you check out Blitzball Battle 4. Uh, the biggest one that we haven't gotten on here yet, but it is a little bit of old news at this point, Jorge Soler signed with the San Francisco Giants, one of those corner outfielder DH types. Um, and the fun fact that was going around all last week, talked about on, uh, I think, Baseball Today, I think talking baseball a little bit, no San Francisco Giant with a 30 homer season since Barry Bonds is, in fact, a crazy stat, um, an insane stat. So they bring in Soler on a three-year deal, three years, 42 we like yeah. that. Um, yeah, I mean, considering as risks go, not the highest risk, that, that contract's not going to hurt you. Worst case, Solaire should be a lefty masher. In best case, he can give you a mid-30s to 40 home run season. It'll be interesting to see. There's been some contract year stuff with Solaire. Um, is that something? Has he gotten older and more mature? I think he's only 31, which that was surprising, especially when we talk about Whit Merrifield getting a contract. Um, For me, it's going to come down to what is J.D. Martinez's number. J.D. Martinez was in the same division. He's probably going to be a one-year contract. He's made the All-Star team the past five years. He's got really good numbers, career, just hitting-wise. And last year, he out-hit Solaire, more or less. Um, I think Soler played more games. JD had the higher OPS, uh, but he was also in the same division that you know you'd be taking that from the Dodgers and plugging and playing that in your lineup. JD Martinez kind of has San Francisco Giant vibes a little bit, uh, but they go with Soler, and maybe it's a three-year play where they think they can get more out of him over the that timeline than they could of JD. Um, but very interested to see where the JD Martinez contract lands money-wise and still the where. Um, sneaky, one of the guys that can change how you feel about a team. Um, cause that's a guy who will be in the middle of the lineup hitting, uh, which you can't say that with a lot of the other free agents. Yeah. Like l- literally whatever team he would join would like lengthen that lineup. Whoever it is like crazy. I mean, after this is a fun game after Otani, because everything's after Otani. But he was the best hitter available. Like, kind of not a discussion, I don't think. Jamer Candelario. Mm-hmm. Nice. Matt Chapman, platinum glove defender. Cody Bellinger, 
all-world defender and can out-hit JD, but also has had a lot of moments of not out-hitting JD. Um, I think that's kind of it, man. Like reliable bats were hard to come by. That's wild. Uh, I guess we'll find out what Jung Hoo Lee is. <laughs> Uh, but again, There's a re- they gave him six years because he's gonna take some time to figure it out. Yeah, and JD Martinez, I, I think you're you're taking him if you're just looking hitting stats. Maybe we'll see where Reese Hoskins lands this year. Mm-hmm. But he's coming off torn ACL, right? Yeah, big injury. Mitch Garverhive not going there for now. Um, let's see where the JD, let's see where JD goes and how much it is. Probably for one year, you'd have to assume. Because um, that'll kind of be the Giants measuring pull on the, the Solaire contract. Um, a couple other signings went down uh, from around the league. Not going to talk Yasmani Grandal, although it could be important. Um, how about this? This is the most recent one. Uh, Liam Hendricks signed today with the Boston Red Sox. How do you like that? Uh, one year with an option, I believe. And... What I actually like the most about this, and it's something I've been asking the Yankees to do or any of the big market teams, and I think the Mets have kind of changed this whole thing. Earlier this week, they traded John Schreiber, who developed into a a good reliever for the Red Sox. Um, Looked very much like a Red Sox reliever. Nasty beard. Um, Let's get some John Schreiber stats quick. He's 29 years old. In 46 games last year, he had a 3.86 ERA, a little over a strikeout per inning. He was really good the year before that. So, you know, uh, a 29, 30-year-old reliever who doesn't necessarily have the most wipeout stuff. He had a 1.4 whip last year. Oh. Um, you know, some some not exciting stuff about John Schreiber, so the Orioles, or the Royals snagged him, excuse me, that Boston got a young pitcher back with a lot of arm talent. Uh, people were ranting and raving about David Sandlin. Let me know your scouting report in the comments. Uh, but supposedly he has really good stuff. So they get a prospect out of a relief pitcher, which that's a good use of your assets if you're Boston. And a couple days later, you went and you signed Liam Hendricks, who potentially could be a breakout guy for you. Everyone knows how good his best is, reliever of the reliever of the year winner, um, Liam Hendricks. Uh, so I loved that order of operations for Boston. And, you know, the Red Sox hype train hasn't really left the station this year, and it's going to be a funky year in Boston. Kenley Jansen, Chris Martin, Liam Hendricks, and, like, whichever one of Whitlock and Houck gets put in the bullpen. For a Boston Red Sox team, that's a bullpen. That's a lot of a bullpen. Um, I know there were some Kenley trade rumors. I, I wonder if that comes to fruition in spring. Um, or at the deadline, are they going to have a lot of capital to move? Or do they have a nice little bullpen in Boston? Because we haven't said that a lot. Um, but they've got some name talent back there. A uh, couple olds. Chris Martin mm. turning 38 this year. Kenley turning 37 this year. Some olds and no lefties. but Yeah, the no lefty thing is a little bizarre to me. I don't. Yeah, don't know if certain guys got reverse splits that they're going to tap into or or anything like that. I almost but. just hit you with a big bro, uh, which would have felt weird. They do have Joe Jocks, our guy, uh, who should mm. be riding the bus this year, and sure. Brennan Bernardino. Um, 
I don't know, man. This is coming from a guy that played a lot of video games um, and might be doing some MLB The Show video game stuff coming up this year. Uh, I don't get how you could be a GM of a team and not be like, need a good lefty in the bullpen. At least one. Like, that's like Like, if you worked your whole career to get... To become an MLB front office person, I don't know. Having a lefty in the bullpen that you like going to, that seems like one of the biggest layups ever. Like, a, if like at least it, having it. Maybe the guy has right, a bad year. If you and, do it right, that's a $5 million expense. <laughs> if you do it really right, I mean, it's the cost of nothing. Um, hey, maybe Joe Jock steps up this year and he's that guy. But um, Maybe they've got another move. But. That's always a little odd to me. Um, so I don't know, like that, like that whole transaction from the Red Sox, you've got Liam Hendricks compared to John Schreiber, which on a year, year to year, we'll see what happens, but you also picked up, uh, a young, talented Arden Sandlin, Armin Sandlin. So I liked mm. that move for them. Brad Hand's a Red Sox. Don't, you don't say stuff like that, but you're probably right. He's uh, Rand- perfect. I got a text from Kelsey Winger. That fuck Gritchick to your snakes. Said hi, Kelsey. Um, yeah, Randall Gritchick goes to my snakes. He had a really nice statistical year last year. Apparently, everyone thought it was kind of Coors Field. Uh, and when he left Coors Field, he didn't do so hot, but he was with the Dying Halos team. Um, he goes to the snakes. Uh, he should be a platoon outfielder for them. He's always mauled lefties. Uh, and he just gives you a lot of versatility. I, you know, he he can still jump in center field if you need it. I don't think you want that out of 32-year-old Randall, Randall Grichik, excuse me. Um, but it's an option. And you know what might be nice there? Uh, it might be a little him and Jock Peterson can platoon for you. They sign Jock. Jock can be your DH versus righties and get the primary at bats. Put Grichik in versus lefties. Bingo bongo. That's what I'm talking about. This is the hours I've put into out-of-the-park baseball building a team. You got your righty DH, you got your lefty DH. Boom. Problem solved. Uh, And you got Andrew, Sal, Frank, and Joe Manta playing that bullpen. They're your lefties. Um, Really, really low-risk signing. Um, I don't think you're going to let Randall Grichuk really get in the way of any potential young players' development. He's a guy that's probably going to play 70 games for you with some injuries, some platoon stuff. Um, and, you know, re- I'll read you off some uh, Randall Gritchick numbers last year because you may be surprised. Uh, on the season as a whole, so this is including his Angels games, uh, 267, 321, a 779 OPS uh, with 16 homers. So um, a guy with a career 761 OPS, He's, he's going to do his thing. He's going to pop a couple. And used to kill the Yankees, so I'm glad he's not going to be anywhere around uh, the American League. But we will see him second series of the year. So expect mm. that. Pencil in your Randall Gritchick homers. Oh, dude, he's starting the year hurt. That was like a thing. Gritch? Yeah. Okay. He's ma- he's a question mark to start the year on time. Massive. Massive. Like just dodge, dodge the Yanks. Get That's, well soon, but dodge the Yanks. That is huge. Take that, an extra week. That is good news. Interesting interesting career page from Randall Gritchick. Cardinals, Blue Jays, and then that Colorado Angels year, and now he's a snake. He's going to, at the end of this year, have 10 years of service. Coming up on it. It's always very impressive. 
He's always worn number 15 and went to high school with Kelsey Winger. People forget that. Um, so that's the full-blown connection there. The other significant signing, IMO, big-time contender, Whit Merrifield goes to your Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, one year, eight. Uh, the 35-year-old Whit Merrifield, I didn't have that. I guess I, I would have came in 33 probably. Those are two big years. I know I'm feeling them uh, as John Boy just turned 35. Happy birthday. Um Fun for Wit. I mean, this is a guy that played a lot for a Toronto Blue Jays team last year. Um, you know, it's a guy that a lot of baseball fans know. You remember him being like the only guy in the Royals for a couple years there. A lot of bold on that that player page. Um, games at bats, hits, triples, stolen bases, caught stealing, sacrifice flies in 2021. Who had that? Um oh. Last year, he ends up playing 145 games for Toronto, uh, that Blue Jays team. The OPS ends up around 700. Uh, he stole 26 bags, hit 272. Um, I think, and I'll double-check the splits from last year. I, I think he, uh, he got a little leaky coming down the stretch. Yeah, his first half, 286, 342, 734. Second half, 256, 286. A 656 OPS, uh, really bad September and August. You wonder if he got banged up, or if 34-year-old Whit Merrifield should have been playing 145 games. That's a lot. Toronto turf. Um, that's a big ass. So, um, I I would assume the Phillies are leaning into Whit Merrifield's first half. He's a guy that you don't need to play every day. Uh, he's going to get a lot of run because whoever gets hurt, Castellanos gets hurt in right field, could be a lot of Whit Merrifield. Uh, Alec Baum, third base, they got Edmundo Sosa, but Whit Merrifield will find himself playing more. Bryson Stott, like you go around on this team, and basically Whit, F Whit Merrifield gives you insurance at a lot of positions, although last year he only played second left and right. Um, but the year before that, he played, looks like he played first, second, uh, and all of the outfield spots. So, uh, Witt can hop in and play for you. He's going to give you a decent contact bat. 272 last year while limping down the stretch. Career 284 hitter. Batting average is coming back just a little bit. Um, and Whit Merrifield, I, I think you come into a team like this knowing your role, like willing to sit some days, and you're going to get a bunch of runs. Um, so the Phillies that have gone quiet for a little while, uh, they get back in uh, with Whit Merrifield. And, dude, I just, uh, there's such value in that. Like, Whit Merrifield is going to play. Um, their bench at Mundo Sosa, like, that guy is an MLB player. Whit Merrifield is an MLB player. Kristen Pache, uh, defensively, is. Let's see what he gives you offensively. Um Another nice signing. Tough to tough to be mad at that um, if you're another team. Uh, are there any other transactions that feel significant enough? I think that's it transaction-wise. Eddie Escobar, minor league deal to Toronto. There's a couple of those floating around. Phil Maton to the Rays. Watch out for that, obviously. Uh, that's going to stink. Um, the other thing, 
because uh, we've got spring training. We've got guys reporting. This one's a significant one in Yankee land. You hear it every year. You don't want to go too far with it. But my goodness, Giancarlo Stanton coming off a really tough season. Uh, we chopped up the Stanton numbers a lot of ways, and he has not been a good baseball player since the All-Star break in 2022. Um, he hit 191 last year in 101 games. He hit 211 the year before that in 110 games. Uh, this is a guy that, with those numbers mixed in, is a career 259 batting average hitter. Um, we heard last year he wasn't hurt, um, or at least when he was playing, he was healthy. Uh, my asks coming out of, well, every year Yankee fans' asks have been like, hey, do more yoga. Get in, get in better healthy shape, uh, the most ripped-up guy on the team. But he, def- he wasn't built like a baseball player, and I know that's like kind of rude and kind of dumb. Um, Giancarlo Stanton has changed his body a lot. He looks slim. Uh, it's serious spring training talk. He also talked about changing his stance, and that was something I suggested this offseason. Um, or he said there's changes in his swing, so we'll see how significant they are. Uh, and there it is. It's we We got it. Up on the tube there. Uh, he's next to Judge, which is always tough to scope, but the arms are just dramatic. Um, yeah, like that. The arms in the chest. I saw somebody, and I probably should find it posted, like a last year, this year. Like The, the chest looks... It's, we, it's night and day. He looks incredibly different. I think we have to find our own talking Yanks pick, because I, I think I saw the one you're talking about, and it looked like Stanton and Judge were the same height, which they've never looked like that in the same picture. Not this one, the the comparison they were doing. Um, Love it. Hey, let's find out. Because last year you were 87 OPS plus, 191 batting average. Like, that's not Giancarlo Stanton on a team that's got all this talk about Juan Soto coming in, Aaron Judge coming in. This guy's become an afterthought. Um, So you love that he's actually changed his body composition. You love that he's tinkering with his swing. Let's see what it means. Because if he gets injured in a week, no one cares. Um, and if the season rolls around and he's not hitting, no one cares again. Um, but definitely some fun spring training stuff uh, to hold on to there. Uh, and then I think the only other thing, uh, and hey, quick John Boy Media shout out, new show, Swamp Donkey Radio, Lorenzo D'Amalia, Zoe. From We Got Ice. You guys know Zoe. He's been on here before. Uh, him and Ronnie Riz on the ones and twos. Uh, I think they're, are they going once a week? I believe once a week. The first episode came out on Sunday, but I believe going forward it's it's every Monday, a new ep. Zoe is a, and he talks about in the first episode, a guy that was raised on true sports radio. W-E-E-I, probably. Um, and he wanted to get in the game. He's a... He watches a lot of sports. Zoe's one of us. He's thrown on the NBA game at night. Uh, he's thrown on a lot of baseball, and he kind of enjoys it a little differently. He, I think one in his first episode, he talks about what teams he's planning on watching. Um, main TV, second screen, checking the final score and not watching. So uh, go check that out. Uh, Zoe's an awesome dude. Ronnie's an awesome dude. Uh, and that's just more content and more ball talk. Uh, so if you like sports, 
I would go check that out. Um, the other thing, and our, our guy Jolly Olive, Jolly Olive, uh, sent this in our socials chat today, and this is just as good as spring training gets. Uh, we got a list of guys working on new pitches this spring. Uh, so this is funny because if one or two of these are significant come May, that's like a win for baseball. Uh, but this just shows how much how much stuff is going on. And, hey, your corner of the internet or your baseball team, let me know what else is going on or if you believe or don't believe in one of these because some of the comments were actually getting me good. Grayson Rodriguez, working on a two-seamer sinker. Great. Bryce Miller, put him team splitter. How many guys we got working on a splitter? Bryce Miller, who's been looking for a second pitch, third pitch. Uh, Hunter Green is in the splitter mix. Uh, who else do we got splitting? Tyler McGill. Mm. Is that big sweat, big drip? <laughs> believe so. Okay, so, oh, and Nate Pearson. Working on a splitter. Big Nate Pearson for our Toronto Blue Jays. So add them to the splitter party. Uh, this one cracked me up. Uh, Tarek Skubal. Tarek like Derek. Tarek like Derek Skubal. Uh, Ace of the Tigers. Really good. It says he's tinkering with slider and curve. Okay. Like almost every pitcher should be. Um, and then one of the comments got me good because it was a Tigers fan. <laughs> he said, oh, good. Tarek Skubal is working on a hard-to-control pitch when he already struggles to control his pitches. <laughs> I was just like, damn, man. That is that is some tough Tigers action uh, to get your season going. Uh, the funniest thing on this list was Kodai Sanga's working on something. <laughs> if anybody wants to chime in on that one, I guess let us know. Uh, but that's crazy. Uh Cole Reagans, he's on the two-seamer sinker tr train, along with Max Meyer, the facts he's he's making the list. They specified it's a slower two-seamer. Slower two-seamer, love that. Taking a little off, kid. Uh, why not? Chris Paddock working on his cutter slider, sure. Brady Singer, four-seamer and sinker. Big big year for him. Figure it out again. Sean Mania working on a cutter, which if I remember correctly, Sean Mania... I think he was cutting it last year, and there were some stats to back that up, but he's still working on it, constantly getting better. Oh, That's that good. That just means it's, like, fully here now. Sure. Let's find out. Ryan Weathers, remember when he was the youngest pitcher in baseball? Uh, he's working on his two-seamer sinker. Great. Every pitcher should be. Uh, Drew Smiley, was he? I missed him on the splitter list. That's my bad. Uh, Drew Smiley, he's working on his sweeper as well. Uh, and then Shelby Miller. Because what would spring training be without the Shelby Miller working on his gyro slider update? God, that's good. Mm -hmm. God, that's sweet. Um, if you're a fan of any of these players or teams, I guess let me know. Uh, when you see Shelby Miller bust out that gyro slider, I want to know uh, what it looks like. And I guess let me know what else is coming from your spring training report. Because uh, there's always something. I I'm trying to think. Uh, if this was a Yankees program, which it's not, uh, is there anything else juicy that's happened Yankees spring training-wise? Um, nothing like this. Obviously, just like Soto being there is exciting and all, all of that. Uh, have, I haven't heard about any pitch tinkering, but I'm interested always. 
I get so many random Reds updates on my timeline. Uh, looks like Ellie De La Cruz just said his goal for the year is 80 stolen bases. Um, so I like like that. Uh, the Reds were also doing a three-point shootout, which I just had a really good laugh because I was thinking about like NFL's preseason, and it's like, gladiator, guy, who's making the team? Like, this is a big week. Um, baseball players just, I don't know. Let's get, let's get some three-point shots up. Nobody really cares. Do your one workout for the day, and then you're good. Um, I think the other baseball topic, because there were some Snell rumors this morning. Uh, we'll see when we have to chew back into that. Sounds like the Cubs and Belly are in a little bit of a stalemate. See if anything happens there. No real Monty stuff, or Matty Chapman, or J.D. Martinez. Um, who's going to step up? Mets, Giants. Um, the other guy that's been a topic, and I guess, you know, sometimes we try to be clickbaity uh, or clicky enough that you want to tune into something. Our guy Anthony Rendon got in front of the mic again. Um, maybe you can hear from the frustration in my voice. And it's frustration on a lot of different levels. It's why are we even interviewing Rendon at this point? Um, and he makes that clear in the interview <laughs> that uh, he says... <laughs> They ask him parts of his job he doesn't like. He says, being interviewed at 7 a.m. by you guys. So, okay, that's a little <laughs> a little rough around the edges, but Tony's shown a little bit of this. And the media members are clearly going for this click. Um, it's every fan's nightmare quotes. Uh, he says that baseball is not a top priority for him. He does, if you read the quotes, he's not being as egregious as you think. He says his family and his faith comes first, which kind of want that. Fair uh, enough. You want that from your baseball player. You would, you would like to hear him not say the phrase that baseball is not a top priority because um, it can still be a top priority along with your family and your a, faith. A top doesn't meet in top two yeah. necessarily. Um, there was other interesting parts of it that he was – he said he had notes from 2014 where he was having debates about playing baseball or if he wanted to play baseball. Uh, it's a weird thing. It, you, I guess there's not a lot of people that feel for the guy, uh, but he clearly isn't in love with the game. I, I mean, And he's open and honest about it. And there's probably more of this out there than we think. Um, I shouldn't say that. There's more people... I think there's more people that get worn out by the game. And to to get to that level, you're playing a lot of baseball and you're traveling a lot. Like, if you're a person that doesn't like to travel, think about the baseball player's life. Every week and a half, you're on the road for six to nine days, not more. Um, you know, depending which team you play on, the travel can be, like, hellish. Like, if you're in Mariners... Like, I know we just had that travel article come out. They literally, like, have to fly everywhere. Fly east to west, uh, west to east. Uh, it's a real grind. I know uh, we, we talked to an MLB player a couple years back who was still playing, um, and we were shocked how beat up they were by the grind. Like they were kind of saying, like, I can, I can only do another year or so of this. My body's beat up. The travel's a ton. Uh and, like, if you think about whatever your hobby is, 
um, whether you're a golfer, I don't know, whatever you're into. If you start doing that as a career and that starts becoming a real grind, uh, that can be really tough. So I don't want to come out and fully defend Rendon because I, I think at the same time we've seen him. He, he seems to have it at a, at a specific degree that is different. And it's just how are you going to approach it? Like, you know the media is going to come at you with this stuff that it's just like at a certain point when are, when are you feeding the flames a little too much? And maybe you don't care, but maybe your teammates care. Um. And I was I was laughing. I, I forget who tweeted it, but they were like, "This is welcome to being an Angels fan." Mike Trout says he doesn't want to be traded, um, which is excited, but also like, <laughs> dude, almost you should want to be traded. Mm-hmm. This like should this stink. Point. Like you should almost want out of here. This should be a new leaf. Like you're almost. I don't want to say you're happy losing, because Mike Trout hasn't said that. But in a way, like, Mike Trout's very comfortable. Mike Trout is too comfortable in this environment. How about that? He's only been here. Um, While, meanwhile, Rendon's on the other side of the locker room saying, like, you know, basically, if if I could, I would not show up. (laughs) If it didn't Um, mean I would, like, forfeit all of the money owed to me. Where's he in his contract at this point? It's 2019, right? It was a six-year deal? So he's got three years left. Thirty-seven years. Thirty-eight million a year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, he's got a he's made a hundred seventy-eight million dollars from playing baseball. So after this year, he'll have made over two hundred million dollars playing baseball. I mean, I I don't want to undersell the value of the next eighty mil he has coming, but. If you're really comfortable with your faith and your family and your life, I don't know. If you would honestly rather do saving yourself else. two years of constant travel and hard work and grind and being on the road, I don't know. Being bothered I, by I think, I think Anthony Rendon would, in a sick way, win a lot of fans back, but he'd also be losing out on close to $80 million. Um, so he might just come to the field and play ball to a degree. Um, God, those Halos, man. Uh, are they a great reality TV show, a miserable reality TV show? Uh, we just uh, we did our voicemail talking baseball up, uh, and we had one of the saddest angel calls I've heard, and they weren't trying to be sad. It just was. Uh, it got all of us pretty good. So uh, go check that out. Go check out Lorenzo. Uh, in his new show, Swamp Donkey Radio. Uh, otherwise than that, I mean, I'm not going to poop on the NBA All-Star Weekend. I think if you want that, you can find that anywhere else. Three-point uh, stuff was all good. Yeah. Um, they definitely need a way to refine the product, and they'll work on it. I saw Simmons post uh, the Kobe-MJ All-Star game where they were dueling at the end of the game. That was 23 years ago. Uh, which, depending how you view it, that is a long time ago or not a long time ago, um, that there should be something that they can tap into uh, that can just give a better product than what the All-Star Games turned into. But maybe it's not. Like, NFL Pro Bowl, I think they've canceled it. Yeah, I think think next year they're not playing the game, or maybe one of my buddies told me that, and I believe it. 
Uh, but that weekend has just turned into a bunch of activities. Um, but I don't know. I mean, the NBA All-Star Game itself, it just feels like it doesn't have to be that. Um, what was the final? 211 to 186? That sounds right. I know 211. Good game. Accidentally made money betting on it. <laughs> so there's your highlights there. I accidentally lost money betting on it. Um, and, uh, yeah, N- NFL's pretty quiet for now, but draft will start sneaking up. Franchise tags. Justin less than, Fields. Uh, less than a month to free agency. Yeah. So they'll get back in the mix. But right now, uh, NBA season, baseball, hopefully a couple more signings. Unfortunately, probably a couple more injuries. Um, what were the... Uh, the beast. Yeah. Who? Oriole. Bradish got hurt. Bradish is hurt. Means was banged up. Verlander. Means is hurt. Verlander. A little, a little behind. Right. The, Probably the, starts on the IEL. More recent update was decent long. on that. Um, so, yeah, I, yeah. You know, at some point maybe we do a spring training roundabout on injuries just to check in on where everyone's at. Uh, and we get games this week. Yeah, and end of this week. So that'll be exciting. I think we will be joined by Jolly Olive on Wednesday. Probably making one of those damn tier lists. Tell us a position or if there's another category, I guess, you people, want us to tackle. People have been liking them. So, uh, thank you guys. Make sure you subscribe, review, all the good stuff. Uh, And we will see you on Wednesday.